1: and beautiful
2: people
1: Welcome one, welcome all to Desi Beats I'm the one that's on Islam and you're listening to the podcast for the ages where I play music that I really really like and I talk about things that are important to me hope you guys like the same things too It's episode 197 and we are into the second half of, that's right, all about the 90s I gotta apologize for last week but gave my time I'm going to record gun Seriously, in enough busy. See, I was slammed in the studio. I wasn't feeling well. I just just couldn't get it done, man. Um, schedules kind of cleared up a little bit. I've gone to, you know, a managed system now where when people book me in the studio, they fill in my calendar and stuff. So again, I apologize. But uh, we're going to start the show off with, in my opinion, what is the greatest Pangara Punjabi song ever released in the history of Punjabi music and this one is none other than Punjabi MC's Bach Bachke. Now this song, let me put it this way, when I first heard this song I still remember I was at Bear Creek Hall. I think I may have told this story before. Bear Creek Hall here in uh, Vancouver and uh, one, of, one of my buddies, he's a DJ, Bob Mann, just came back from the UK and he pretty much had the exclusive. And all I remember, I wasn't DJing, I was there at a party. All I remember I'm dancing, you know, and you hear that tumbi right in the beginning, which you're going to hear in a second, and I was like, what the hell is this? Then the beat dropped, right? And then the, like, oh man, it was just mesmerizing, this song. I mean, think about how far that, where that song started and where it went to. You know what I mean? Like Punjab BMC probably had no idea that this song was going to be played at, you know, basketball games. You know, in stadiums around the world, winning an award for it. Um, have Jay-Z, one of the greatest rappers in history, jump on it, you know, and spit on that record. I mean, this record is its amazing, man. It's like this is what put us in the forefront. No record has ever come out and has been bigger. And maybe one day something will. I don't know. But this, to me, is the greatest Punjabi music record of all time. This is Punjab DMC's Munda Te featuring the vocals of the late great, Lab Janjua. This is Desi Beats, man. It's all about the 90s. Keep it locked. So oh guys, welcome back to uh, the show where we're continuing on uh, talking about the 90s, UK, Bunkara. The 90s where a lot of people seem to believe that that was the greatest era of Punjabi music coming out of the UK. It was it was good, man. I can tell you there's a lot of good shit that came out. Um, it was probably the era where the defining moment where the band started to tail off in terms of making records. They're still touring today. And doing like gigs and stuff. And then, kind of like the producers started, you know, overtaking per se, you know what I mean? And um, one band in particular, which is one of my favorite bands, and in my opinion, Shin is probably the best singer in Punjabi music, period, in my opinion. Um, he is my favorite, but in my opinion, he's one of the best. They had an album come out called Punjabi Dance Nation and the first record off that album was Be Punjabi. What a record man, that song is dope. Honestly, great song, but that's not the one I want to play. Um, for me, the defining record on that one was that, uh, that DCS meets TDF. TDF is the Dole Foundation. And if you ever seen the Dole Foundation, if you haven't, go check them out. Those guys are off the hook, man. Um, they got together and produced a record. It's basically Bolia. And this song, this song is wicked. I'm going to play it in a second. Um, but I remember hearing this song and just the toll in the beginning, like it just, it was mesmerizing, man. The roles and stuff that they hit plus Shin's vocals, a little bit, of it, you know, a little bit of DCS, uh, music in there and production. The song to me was, was slamming. I played this years at reception stuff, probably still would you know what i mean it was just really cool to see a collaboration between like this band and this tol group it was just something different it's something cool you know when you're also talking about the 90s you also have to include bands or groups like satrang in this conversation lipa satrang is a powerful vocalist man a lot of fans he had i was a particular fan as you know of his that smash record tolla still rocks it today they had an album come out called True Colors, which is really cool. I'm gonna play the record off that right after the DCS one, but um, that sound also changed too, from like the 80s to the 90s. It's just it's just maybe better equipment, better studio techniques, whatever it was. It just it's just all sounded very good and sounded very warm and stuff. Um, so there's a lot that you got to thank for for the 90s it was that sort of stepping stone into this era of just some great epic music you know what i mean and all these artists getting into the groove and just laying stuff out and that was kind of like you know the first half of the show um and then kind of tailing into tail ending into the end of the 90s and then we started getting into you know separate different producers producing for these bands which i'll get into um in the next segment but yeah, man, you know, we got DCS's uh, DCS meets TDF, and we got uh, "Bolnia" by uh, Deepa trunk This is the 90s, man. All about the 90s. This is Desi Beach, y'all. Keep it lock. I'm talk About UK Punjabi Bangla music culture back in the 90s, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, one of the biggest names to ever come out of the music culture was probably the Sotas. I remember when this song came out, okay, it was sold out on South Hall Broadway everywhere. We had to drive down, okay, to Birmingham to pick this cassette, it was cassette back then, up, okay. Has is no doubt one of the greatest UK Pangara songs of all time. This record shaped UK Pangara music, it shaped the movement, it shaped the culture, it shaped me who I am. Musically, um, Sotas, no doubt in my mind, and this is again a personal opinion, they're the best at being able to fuse reggae with uh, traditional Punjabi music. And Rishi Rich, recently in an interview on BBC, said a similar thing. Now here's the part that amazes me. If you listen to these records, like so the Haaseo and some other stuff, it's slow, mellow, like ballads. It's like a slow jam, really. But when these records come on, this is go buck wild, honestly. I remember in a club, okay, this is way back. I think it was like on Tuesdays. Um, what was it called, Hot and Spicy? I can't remember. Or was it, Capital Club? I can't remember the name of the club, but I'm firing blank actually, anyways. Maxim NRG, right? My favorite DJs of all time from the UK. Um, they would take this record and they would mix it in with Notorious B.I.G.'s Big Papa. I remember when I heard that for the first time and I almost fell out of my chair, dude. I'm like, this shit is crazy. I mean, that record when I first heard it, it just, it just hit a chord with me. I don't know what it is. Man, again, it's one of my favorite records of all time. It's on my iPhone playlist today and I listen to it all the time. Today. You know, this is ninety what six, 95 when it came out whenever it was so musically is just phenomenal man it's just an awesome awesome record to listen to now let's talk about one of my favorite producers okay i got a lot but one of my favorites of all time and who defined um the 90s for me and he also produced and sang one of my favorite records of all time is Amarji Sidhu. Those you that don't know Amr Siddu, he made the sexiest Bhangra music ever. He had a wicked style. I call him like the R. Kelly of Punjabi music. He made some great records, man. Um, he, you know, he hooked up with Elton made some great music. Um, he's an OG. Amr Siddu did a record called Gumri Rave, and that record is just, dude. Every time I play that song, even today, people lose their shit. Especially you girls, man. This record is unbelievable. It's one of my favorite records. It's on my playlist. I still listen to it today. Amji Sadhu is one of my favorite producers. He made some great music. And this is a defining moment from that shift from the bands to, you know, producers producing albums. This one just happens to be, you know, a producer that sang his own records as well. But I'm telling you, Give this record a shot. It's phenomenal musically. It's fantastic. I absolutely love this record. So we got Sohotas Hasogia first. Right after that, we got Gumli Rave by Amish Siddu. Check it out, y'all. So, late into the 90s was the birth of what I call the band killers, now it's B21, B-B-B-B-21. These three lads, Jesse, Bali, and Buta came out and just ripped everyone a new one. It went from bands to these guys doing what we call PA gigs, so basically singing on top of their records. And um, these guys smashed it. I think they're one of the original super groups that came out of the UK, in my opinion. These guys were touring everywhere around the world, and um, they were absolutely fantastic. Um, it's such a shame that you know shit happened between the group and they uh, broke up. But that's you know life. It is what it is. But the legacy they left is you know is 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 absolutely remarkable. It's like it's untouchable, you know. Um, their album by public demand is one of my favorite albums of all time like people ask me all the time if you're stuck on an island you had like a few albums to pick and you had like a stereo what would you pick by public demand is one of the albums that I would have with me at all times I love that album every single record on there is just epic that's an album I can you know I can go through the whole album and not skip a song you know what I mean um, they came out in full force with that album okay and then spawning off of that, which was really cool was Bally Bally Jack Paul then decided to do his own production work and um, he had some he had some good numbers made some great records now I remember the first time B21 came to Vancouver okay those of you guys that know I was part of a group called Monday in Black MIB and we were a bunch of dumb fucks seriously we had no idea about the industry we just just take random garnet and just mix them you know what I mean and we actually took one of B21's songs and remixed it, and we put it out. And our shit went viral, dude. Like, our mixtapes, even today, people are like, wow, man, how and be." Anyways, we had no idea about rights, copyrights, you know, none of that shit. And I remember when B21 came, they came to the airport, and I knew the guys from were in the show. They specifically asked that, you know, we pick them up. So... I had Jesse in my car. Actually, me and Jesse are really good friends now. He's my homeboy. So Jesse, if you're tuned in, you know what? I love you, bro. You're awesome. And um, I use in my car Boot done Valley with the other car. And as soon as he gets in the car, starts drilling me. You stole our music. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. Oh man, it was pretty funny. Anyways, um, you know, we sincerely apologized and we like we didn't know. And um, it was just a funny story, man. That's that was my first meeting um, with B21. But. Um, you know, we've become friends since um, He comes to Every time he comes to town I'll meet him, he talks Talk on a regular basis, really good guy Bhutan Bali, they're doing their thing B21 is still going, I don't know if they tour much or not I'm not too sure, but they did release uh, Some music, I think last year A couple of years ago But uh, yeah man, good story on that now let's get to Bally Jack Paul. He released an album called Dark and Dangerous. This album was was dark and dangerous. This thing was phenomenal, man. He teamed up with Shahjia Manzur, released a record called Al Jassonia. And man, what an album and what a song, honestly. Um, the 90s was in great shape, man. Honestly, some great music came out. Stuff was totally different. And that was the era, you know, pretty much where things started to kind of split and i'll get into that later on in future shows but there's still that that group of you know all the grade a artists still had a different sound while they're making music and these two definitely had their own thing going and they absolutely smashed it so guys b21 Bally jag paul it's all about the 90s this is desi beach y'all Into this piece. All right, so let's get into the last little bit of the 90s where shit just got totally hectic. This is when younger producers and cats started taking influence from the music around them in the UK and started just making massive, massive noise and made some big, big records. One producer who, um, you know, comes to mind is Surinder Ratan. He had an album called The Lick, okay? And on that album were these tappe that were absolutely epic. One of my favorite songs of all time. Another song that's on my playlist and I listen to all the time. actually sing it so much that my girls know the words to that song. So there you go. When this song came out, man, I almost lost my shit, dude. I heard this, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. They took two-step, you know, garage music right Which was like a faux pas in the UK. Gar- you know garage music was associated with like drug dealers and gangsters and stuff, but it was such a huge influence you know with the kids and stuff back then and they took that sound and brought it into the Punjabi world and absolutely smashed it. Now some say that was the worst era of Punjabi music. People like me, think it was absolutely epic and the music that came out was just dope you know what i mean the in the lick the tuppe off that i'm going to play and then we're going to end off in my with in my opinion who are the most consistent producers um, in the game tiger style is synonymous with uk punjabi music you know they they hail from scotland but at the end of the day, um, these guys are phenomenal, man. Nice guys. I met them both. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm friends with uh, Raj. I got to interview him on my show. And um, they're just all around good guys. They're culture, you know, movers. They've been consistent in terms of making music. Their beats are sick. These guys know what the hell they're doing. And they had some, some bangers, man. But on their first album, the Rising. Okay, first of all, when you hear the name Tiger Style, it's like a powerful name. You know what I mean? It's like hits you in the face. Like these guys want to punch you with their music. One of the records off their album, the first album, The Rising, was both the the Shakin. Now this record hits home with me because we used to use the same Bodhli when we spoofed to up. So when I heard this, I was like, immediately, wow, man, I know that record. And they smashed it with the production and the beats. And this is going way back, what, 98, 99, whatever it is. And it just still sounds good, you know what I mean? It's hard hitting, mix is well done, musically is phenomenal. You know, they've come a long way, obviously, it is what it is. But, you know, this record is phenomenal. Now, guys, look, there's lots of music that I missed, I know. I missed tons of shit. But A, only have an hour, and B, I'm just playing stuff that, you know, hit home with me during those, that period that's fresh in my head, you know what I mean? Like, this is not premeditated, you know, I didn't think about this, this is on the fly as I'm recording the show, just going through my music, right? This, you know, I'm not here to, you know, talk about every single thing that happened at night, I just run the time, you know, but I'm just trying to, you know, play stuff that, um, you know, is, is close to me, and has, you know, had an influence with who I am. And um, I hope you guys really enjoyed the show. Um, that's it for pretty much the 90s. We're going to jump over, I think, into the 2000s. I still got to think about that because it's a lot of music there as well. But let's get into the shameless promotions. www.djreminisc.com is the website. Make sure you guys go check it out. I'm also on Facebook, facebook.com. The Reminisce, email me, gmail.com. My YouTube is youtube.com slash the DJ Reminisce. Instagram is imdjreminis. And you can also catch me on uh, catch me on Twitter at Omin Reminis. If you want to catch a glimpse of my daily life, you can catch me on Instagram at Ompanisud, Snapchat at Ompanissid, and I vlog as well on there and talk about entrepreneurship and stuff like that on YouTube, youtube.com slash But like I say, every single week, man, never forget your roots. Always stay close to your culture. I'm Bo DJ Reminis. Mulakat, Agale hafte hogi. Till next week, folks. Party hard. Stay safe. Peace out. Ready to get checked Get ready, get shit, intro,
0: back to basics, wrong the who, rhythm, the dough, the beige, chide the plish, wind up the wish, talking to you, much be the who, MC mess, full of all effects, north to the south, to the east, to the west, they call me, shimpy the bash, listen up, raver, wiggle, shaker, danger, 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 South and the mets inside the arena, coming like a starship trooper, loose skywalker, like a hyper, light shaper. now ladies crew, yeah, get ready, get shat, Metaphor speed with chill, bubbling sure Like never before,
3: you know the score Open the door, metaphor kicking the door, within the 4-4
4: All you heard was oxidancy Now give me some more, give me some more mukki meri mukki mukki meri The south, east the west, fire, they call me simply the best, jam, Just wiggle and shake. Oh, tainu dekhiya Push max. In full of all of facts, facts, facts. Yeah. Why
0: Full effects, north to the south, to the east to the west. Jam. Your number one DJ, DJ Reminisce.